Good morning. Welcome back. You're listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. So good to have you back, Steve. Really good to be here. Would you like to read an email? I would. Me too. Mail time. Okay, so this email touches on a few topics that we we hit on, but it's really the last line in what this person calls Rocco, which is the joy for me. The subject is Dev's potato sack, my little Dev. I mentioned the potato sack that he was walking around that sleep sack. She says, bonjour to you three. Fun to hear Steve is back. Oh, I'm Francie. Hoping uh, Brittany has safe travels. This is from Tony. That baby potato sack is called a turbulette for turbulence when they kick their feet. Just an FYI. Go Katie Ledecky. Britney's yeah, cousin, yeah. we're excited about that. Abiento will try to call another time for the quiz game. Yes. Lobster Rocket, pick up the phone. <laughs> I like that better. Lobster Rocket. DJ Rock Lobster, which she made into Lobster Rocket, which That's I good. think is fun. That's funny. Lobster Rocket. And, and Tony is like very sophisticated because yes. she's from Francais. Bonjour, Tony. Je m'appelle Etienne. Wow, that was good. Rob's Lobster Rocket. That sounds like that a band name. It kind of does. Now, Rocco. Here are Lobster Rocket. They'll be at they'll be at Halalapalooza this weekend. Yeah, totally. Uh anything else we have to read? Uh a couple others. Some people were talking about Simone Biles, who um stepped out of the Olympics, the team finals. And they were essentially just talking about the pressure. That she is under uh, one Christy saying, Rocco, you're right. If you've heard the news, Simone Biles said she's under extreme pressure to to perform. Now that the news people have labeled her as the best ever, she's feeling a lot of stress. And that's why she backed out and is protecting her mental health. Oh, but uh, OK, I, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. I think yeah, we, I just have questions. I just have questions like. What is different about this than any other time? Because I think you are seen as the best. Yes. And you were in the last Olympics. I, yeah, you know, I get it. I, and it's it feels struggle. like there would it's be more pressure with people there, with fans there in attendance. Um, but I'm sure it's a whole different sort of stress with all of the COVID protocols that they're dealing with right now. Yes. Over there in Tokyo. and Sure. How are the opening it. ceremonies? I didn't watch it. Uh, Rocco? I also didn't watch it. And it is weird. You know, a lot of it's going on kind of when we're, when we're on the show here. or getting ready. So yeah. yeah. I think I recorded them. I'll have to go back and watch. Uh, yes, Steve. May I say this about Japan? Yes. Why aren't there more Japanese food places? Here in the Twin Cities? In the world. In America. Oh, I, I thought you meant that, in Japan. I'm like, aren't they all yeah, Japanese no. places? No, I mean, here, I wish that there were more. You got a lot of Chinese food options. You got a lot of Thai food options. What about like, like Ichiban? Are those, is that a yeah, Japanese that's like a Japanese steakhouse? steakhouse. I get, maybe I just haven't gone. Yes. I haven't gone recently. When was the last time you had someone, you know, spatula a piece of chicken onto right? your plate? And like flip an <laughs> egg in their top hat. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of sushi? It's um, is that Japanese? You're right, <laughs> and I've been eating Rocco. That's a good point because I started eating sushi recently. As I've become more cultured, I go down yes. to Fresh Time. They've got some really oh, good yeah, sushi sure. down there. Like yeah, they have yeah. And I like it when they prepping put it. Yep. the sauce on it. 
Oh, yeah. When it's drizzled in some sort of an orange sauce. Sounds good. Gotta get a little wasabi to go with it. And what are these little skin-like little little sheaths of sort of... I think they're called... Are they called skins? I hope not. What are they called? Adam, you what mean are you talking about? the thin paper? The... Not the thin paper. These are... So I get a, I get a sushi okay. order. And there is the sushi. There is some wasabi. Yes. Oh, I think I know. There's some of the fake green grass that they do for decoration. Yep. Not edible, by the way. And then there are... It almost looks like a very thinly sliced... Uh, potato. Ginger. Yeah, I was going to say pickled ginger. Is that what that is? It's amazing. You Very have to eat good. that. Yes, I do eat that. Oh, yeah, that's ginger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's my food. And I'm always confused if that's sort of meant to uh, enhance the sushi, sort of cleanse your palate, sort of... Oh, good question. Good I question. always put it right on top of the sushi yeah. and shove it in my mouth. I love sushi. And I really, I've eaten more sushi probably in the last three weeks than I had in the last three years. Well, it's good to hear fresh time's a good tip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, and they're right down the street from where we are, too. And they've got all sorts of different things. California roll. They've yeah. got spicy, spicy tuna. Jerry's Foods Sam, has some oh, really, really good. Yes, really good. I think also um, Byerly's, I believe, or Whole Foods. Oh, one yeah. Of them. Not, maybe not Whole Foods, but Byerly's for I, sure. I think I've only been in a Lund's and Byerly's maybe... Twice or once. It's really funny. My the one of the first times my brother came here, he went into a Byerly's, and when he went back home, he was like, "They have like chandeliers in their grocery stores oh, yeah. and piano players because they'd have like a guy playing the piano." No way. Way, Steve. The only one I've ever seen, way. I think, is in Excelsior. Excelsior. Really or? Really or. You know when I uh, <laughs> speaking of Excelsior, just to see if we can. Get back into the entertainment lane okay, here. Yeah. Stan Lee, who uh, he made that line became famous in in Marvel. Didn't would Stan oh, Lee say? Who right. would say it? Somebody would say it. Say what? Excelsior. Yeah, you're right. Oh. It was a Stan Lee Marvel line. And when I interviewed Stan Lee, oh, here we go. The comic book legend, the guy who created the Avengers universe. Name drop. Um, shortly after I interviewed him, I looked to my left and he was fast asleep. In the chair that I had talked to him in. Just <laughs> kind of like me half the time. Not, yes. And, mm-hmm. you know, similar. Well, I am the Stan Lee of the radio waves. You're welcome. Mm. So I'm, I think, like, uh, for sure, like when he would write his uh, letter in his comics, like he, there'd be like a letter from Stan Lee in like Spider Man comics, he would sign off by saying, Excelsior. Okay. What does okay. that mean? It means ever upward. Yeah, to infinity and beyond, that kind of a thing. And Stan Lee, uh, now, of course, recently passed, Mm -hmm. but had a cameo in virtually every Marvel movie that you've ever seen. At some point, the man with the white mustache, Stan Lee. And he's he's got this voice like this. Really? Where's he from? Oh, I think sounds like New York or New Jersey. It's a very... I want to find this out. It's 11-11, make a wish. Uh, You sure about that? I'm pretty sure. I also met a, a a relative for the first time at the big family reunion from Jersey. What? He's a cop in Jersey. Yeah. And he meets me, and we've only really ever met like through social media because he recently married into the family. And he's like, "So what do you even do? Like, what do you 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 rehearse for this uh, radio show? Is the TV near it? Or how do you? What do you tell me?" I loved hearing him talk. Oh it was my god, great. It's so Stanley, funny. Born in Manhattan. Oh, there oh, we you're go. Right, Steve. Good ear. Good ear. 
All right. Went to high school in the Bronx. So Bronx. Nice. All right, we gotta go. Right. Bronx um, bombers. When we come back, that's a thing, right? Yeah, it it is. Bronx bombers. Okay, you're you're referencing the Yankees. Oh, by, thank you. That's what by happenstance okay, there, great. which is pretty okay, perfect. Uh, nice. Anyway, when we come back, we've got a couple of studies. Uh, how about this? Two percent of people have never washed their blank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bill, I, haven't we already been there? I didn't even know that was <laughs> <Jeez>. down there. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll get into that when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, big shout out to our friends at Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast. Yes, Chill Boys is local. They make really comfortable and cooling men's underwear. The fabric is breathable and flexible because it's made from bamboo with a little smidge of spandex. And you could get a great deal right now on your first purchase. Yeah, you go to chillboys.com and then use the promo code MYTALK when you're there. What will await you besides a great deal? How about the most comfortable fabric that you will ever put over your nether regions? You need to believe me when I tell you that because it's true. I've tried all sorts of different kinds, including some really big names out there that say we have the most comfortable. Nay, said the horse, you do not. The Chill Boys are so comfortable. They're made of this bamboo fabric, which is just like made up of cumulonimbus clouds. It feels so good. (laughs) It is so cool. And my groin has been super happy with me ever since I made the switch. Good to know. Great for biking, (laughs) hiking, fishing, working out. No wedgies, no chafing, no odor. You guys, you got to try these. Go to chillboys.com. Don't forget to use that promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071 Everything Entertainment. It is a Tuesday. That means confessions are coming up in about, I don't know, 12 minutes. We'll do that at 1130 today. Uh, It's all on Steve today. The question is, it's kind of a fill in the blank. I'm embarrassed that I don't know how to blank. Hmm. So over vacation, I realized, oh, man, I need to learn how to do this. It's a basic task, and I need to learn how to do it. Oh, I can't wait to hear what it is. I will look forward to sharing it. Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, bro. Well, the average person, according to a new study has $116 in unused gift cards in their wallet right now. Whoa. Well, maybe in a drawer somewhere, too. 51% of us have unused gift cards, and the average person, again, is sitting on $116, and it might go to waste because 73% of those with unused gift cards have been holding on to them for a year or more. Some people hang on to them to put mm-hmm. towards a bigger purchase. Yeah, that's smart. Kind of feel pretty good about that. I personally, when I get them, I'm like, ooh, what can I buy? I'm very excited. Oh, that's fun. You just view it purely as fun money. Yes. Retailers must love selling gift cards because of this, because they know it's free money for them. Yep. Yep. The longer you hold on to them, the more likely they don't get used. Half of us have lost money at some point because we lost the card or it expired or the place went out of business. I will never forget. You know what? I'm even going to say the name of the business. It was a restaurant. You're going to drop the name. Maybe I won't. No, you uh, do you think it's going to say this. It was a Greek restaurant that I loved. And my neighbors did something nice for me. And I was like, oh, I love this restaurant. I'm going to go buy a gift card. I purchase a $50 gift card, give it to the neighbors. I kid you not, that was like on a Friday. 
on Monday morning, it was announced that that restaurant went out of business. Mm. I almost feel like they knowingly sold me a gift card knowing that they would be out of business and they wouldn't honor it. They wouldn't, you know, give you your money back. All right. No, I want you to turn your microphone off. I'll turn mine off for a second. You're going to say it out loud to me and then I can react on behalf of the viewer. Here we go. Excuse us. Never heard of it. Okay. It was a really good restaurant. (laughs) It sounds like the kind of restaurant that your mother-in-law your your ex mother in law would have. Uh no, it's Greek. No, it was Greek. Really? Yeah, it was a Greek oh, Apopolis. Papalopolis. Nephilopagus. Nephilopagus. Nephilopolis. For a long time, George I thought it was. Eat some pizza. Eat some pizza. Pizza pizza. For a long time, I thought it was Snuffleupagus. Right. And it's Nephilopagus. Pagus. Right? Yeah. 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 Peg- Pegasus is, I think, like a dragon horse. Mm. Flying horse? No, it's uh, no a unicorn horse. It's not a I don't think it has um, a horn, but it can fly. You know what? I'll fight you Remember guys. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. It was Perseus's horse, flying horse, right? Okay, Greek mythology guy. Yeah, All right. I don't know that there's a horn. I can look. No, wait, hang on. Do you know what a centaur is? Yeah. Which is? It's like a guy with a horse body. Yeah. <laughs> Every I, time I'd open the encyclopedia, what? there'd be a picture There's of a him centaur right and a minotaur, and one is like they're both like half man, half beast. Oh, oh but his minotaur but one is like the head of the man and yeah. the body of the thing. All right, let me I look gotta, up I a minotaur look at a real quick. I need to look up a minotaur. How do you spell minotaur? A mythical wind winged divine horse. Okay, no, no horn. I don't think so. Oh yeah, here we go. That makes Animal. me mad. Minotaur. Oh my gosh. Wow, this is like a stand, an upright standing bull with pecs. Wow, Rocco, huh. you're correct. So yeah, Minotaur is like man's body with bull's head, and then Centaur is the opposite. I'll be honest, I'm looking at a Minotaur, which kind of looks like Donna's type. Donna, I'm going to turn it so you can look at it. <laughs> and the Centaur that guy right there. Yeah, I'd hit that. Okay, don't say that. <laughs> Lord, don't say that about a half animal, half human. You are really... That's a little weird. I have follow-up questions. But no, no, please. I'm let's kidding. Never... Come on, you know me. I'm a proper lady. Okay, I just knocked my camera off. Good. Because of you, just you're just really something today. You know that? Do any noises? I don't think right. any are helping right now. Now, do you have a story? I you'd just like broke to share? my computer. Not my issue. Only two percent of people, according to a study, two percent of people have never washed this. Is it a body part? No. Hmm. Thankfully, we all had the same body part in mind. I think. Did we? <laughs> I don't know if we did. Everybody say it on three, or just say no, what it rhymes with. All no. right, all right, it's a joke. Um, I'm gonna say their shower curtain. Mm. Oh, you could argue that kind of gets washed every day by extension. Doesn't gets moldy. Their pillowcase. Their. Pillowcase, not their pillow, pillow, but their their pillowcase. Wait, why is that? Who doesn't wash their pillowcase? Two percent of people. You just take it all off. Who are those people? Take it off, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are you talking to the Minotaur or to the pillowcase? Oh, jeez. 
Jen? Um, tell me you wash your pillow. Well, you have a wife, so of course you do. <laughs> okay. Well, but yeah. if you didn't. She is cleaner than I. Yeah, if I didn't, I'd probably wash them once a quarter feels right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, when you take your sheets off to wash them, you just that's, take that's everything. The pillowcase time too, right? Of course. Why wouldn't you? Have, no, it doesn't. Have to be. I just washed my pillows for the first time ever. Like in the wash washing machine. Yep, and it feels great. Are all pillows washing machine friendly? I don't know. That's a good question. You have to send them, what, do you send them to a dry cleaner? No, I put them in the washing machine. I put two pillows in there, then I threw them in with a tennis ball into the dryer. Uh, Steve is having difficulties right now. I just got my computer back on. All right. You're an engineer. You're a genius. You know, oh, yes. boom, screen goes right back to the Minotaur picture. Wow, would you like to pick up your previous browsing session? Oh. Yeah, these guys, some of these minotaurs, these half bulls, half humans or whatever, have nose rings and stuff. I mean, this is this is the exact kind of guy that you'd go out with and be like, but I love him. He's he's changing. He said he's gonna change for me. Gift cards don't expire in California. Oh, that's, they passed a law. So you only lose your money if the place goes out of business. It's the law. The buying power of the card goes down because prices go up. That makes sense. Thanks. Thanks, T. Thanks, Biden. Thanks, Teresa, for telling us that. That's interesting. Huh. All right. Cat Video Festival is coming up, you guys. (laughs) Oh, great. When's that? Don't ask me. No, it's coming. August 12th. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Thursday, August 12th. Tickets on sale now. You can go to mytalk1071.com. Your keyword is cat. For all of that, our buddies at A Can of Pet Foods are helping us put that on. David from First Equity, I believe, is helping, too. I'm doing this all from memory. Is any of that accurate? Yeah, it's pretty good. I liked it. Betty Kitty Brigade is our, uh, you know, beneficiary of a dollar from every ticket. Hey, we got confessions next on my top. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment with DJ Rock Lobster also. Oh, well, bah, 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 bah. The doodle nap. All right, let's hit let's I have a bit of a confession. Is <laughs> Can you keep a secret? Okay, I've been a bad, bad girl. girl, girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. Our question is basically a fill in the blank. I'm embarrassed that I don't know how to blank. Mine impacts, and I really need to change this. I need to figure this out. Gotta figure it out. I don't know how to fish. Like I, I Here's what I don't know how to do. I don't know how to tie. I can fish. I can cast. I can put a worm onto a hook. If it's time to change from a from a, from live bait to a lure, nope. If it's time to tie a knot onto a fishing line, I don't know how to do that. If it gets snagged and then you have to like reline it, mm. I don't know how to do it. Why do you take someone with you who knows? I went fishing no, over the weekend. No, but my son like, wants to take 
wants me to take him. Oh yeah. And so, so you're I a fishing guide. I'm gonna learn no no no. I'm gonna learn how to do it. I'm gonna learn how to do it. And I'm gonna get us some rods and I'm gonna learn how to do it. And it's we went fishing, thanks for asking, when I was home for the family reunion. And a couple of times I ran into some issues and then had to hand it off to either my sister in law, my brother, or my father. Well that's embarrassing. I agree. I think uh, according to Hannah we brought this subject up before. And I agree. Tying knots is a thing that I wish I was better at. And I tried on my last camping trip to learn like a half hitch. Oh, yeah. And I think I got it, but we'll see. But yeah, tying those knots for lures and stuff. It really does inhibit you. If you don't know how to do it, and then your son's like, Dad, can we go? You know that you're just one snag away from get back in the car. You got to send him. You have to send him to the Boy Scouts. Yep. But I want to learn. I want to learn. Guess who has to join? Am I going to be a Papa Scout? <laughs> Maybe. What are they I don't know. But YouTube videos for everything. Yeah, I think that's what I need to do. Yeah. I think that's what I need to do. Now, we put this question up on our Facebook page today, and Millennial Hannah was downright PO'd about it. She was, Steve, you've done this before, like every month. <laughs> you have to get it by 8.30. Do you even follow Simone Biles? <laughs> how did it do? How did it do? Let's see how it did. Oh, I love it. Uh, no, it only went up at ten o'clock. Fifty-three comments. That's good. Okay, that's like good. Heather says, um, "I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't know how to sew." Me either. Hated it in high school. Never cared to try again. Wow, Linda, this is courageous. Linda, listen. I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't know how to swim. Okay, that's a common one. I think more right. common than. People realize I can I tell you um, when I went home to New Jersey and New York for the first time, I wasn't like really running around. I was chilling at my best friend's house and my cousin's house and they both have pools. So my girlfriend, Mary, whose pool it was, Mary, Mary Clarence, she was always on the floaty. And I'm like, hey, let's do a Let's let's have a race. And she's like. I don't know how to swim. And I go, no, come on. She's like, no, I, Donna, I do not know how to swim. I'm like, look, I'm sitting here. All I am doing is like had my knees up and my hands out. I go, look, I'm floating. You can do this. You just have to move your arms. Nope, I can't do it. I'm like, you've had this pool for 25 years and you don't know how to swim. She owns the pool and doesn't know. how. Yes. And had kids over at the house all the time. While her son was growing up. Wow. Yes. Remember, we all watched Hacks, right? Yes. That was one of the first jokes that won her over with the, when the young woman was kind of pitching joke stories. She was like, yeah, I don't know how to swim. But I think like taking adult swim lessons is lamer than drowning or something like that. <laughs> oh, she yeah. Laughed, and she's like, yeah, That's you're funny. But yeah. you could have people come to your own pool and teach you how to swim. It's It's kind of important i'm just saying i'm not shaming anybody but you know we're not swim shaming no 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 especially during the olympics definitely not yeah, no, when no, britney's cousin is right go katie ledecky Woo! uh okay so tyree says whistle i'm embarrassed to admit that i don't know how to whistle oh that's cute multiple whistles we got can you whistle i can't do the um no you not... know, put your fingers in your mouth and yeah do like the really loud one. Yeah. how do you guys people do that no my none sister marianne can, do, can do it no. No, and you can get the, your kids' Project attention from Down, down. and Dirty Nine. Learn to whistle. <laughs> Learning to I whistle. do whistle for my dog, and he recognizes it. I'll be like, 
I mean, it's pretty. Here's the lame. whistle I do for my dog. Yeah, I do. Yeah, same. <laughs> Andy Griffith. <laughs> no. Rab a dang dang. Yeah, and that brings us back to fishing. Because they were on oh. their way to go fishing. Yes, and I want to be Paw Paw Andy for little Richie Cunningham. Paw Paw. Oh, <laughs> hey, Paw. Hey, well, where's Meemaw? Well, I'll tell you what, Richie. I got to go put those bag out down in there down behind the bars now today. I haven't seen much Andy Griffith. Are your kinfolk uh, southern? <laughs> Would we call them southern? Like, West Virginia is pretty southern-ish. Or Mike, Was that your Meemaw or your Meemaw from West Virginia? <laughs> Was that Meemaw? Don't say kinfolk to me. They're and I think that's They're normal. Appalachian. Say you... family. Say your extended family. Your there, extended kinfolk. There are some from Florida, some from West Virginia, some from New Jersey. Okay. Some from Mozambique living have lived in Africa for the last 15 or 20 years. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Some from California. We're from all over. All right. Sorry I blew up. Tune man. in today at uh, 3 o'clock during host chat of Twin Cities Live. <laughs> We're going to pull up this family reunion photo. And then it's called Guess the Anti-Vaxxer. And Donna, <laughs> we'll set her up with a telestrator, and no, you can yeah, circle the like, people yes. that you think, yeah, uh-uh, no way. Just give me one of those laser pointers. I'll be like, this guy looks suspect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, let's get back our uh, right, confession right. today. I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't know how to... Multiple drive a stick. Always there, there. Hey, I can't do a cartwheel. Never could. Yeah. I, I can't dive. Oh, you can't dive. Not really. Mm. Oh, I'd I love to see real you dive. Stupid. Oh, if no. you see someone who doesn't know how to dive, try to dive. It's a real fun thing. <laughs> if you're one of the divers. If you like know how to yeah, 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 if you're in Project yeah. Down and Dirty Eleven. Oh yeah. High dive. Don't yes. even suggest anything with a pool. Okay. Not what not? do you think they're planning? I don't know. But B. Arthur said that I would like it. Oh, it's it's happening? Yes. Usually she gives me she tells me before I was one of you people on the air. Yeah. Now I'm out yeah. of the loop. Oh, shoot. Welcome to oh, like living at the beck and call of yeah. them come that. You're like, hey, I'd love to take a day off in October. Yeah, you can't. Right. Just keep the whole month if you could. Yep. Yep. Oh. Good to know. You we know? better get a date. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was planning a trip in October. Darn. I smell a protest. Yes. We should go Project with Project Down and Dirty. Signs right okay. outside. Yeah. <laughs> we need dates. We need dates. Oh my God. That'd be funny. Right on University Avenue. We all have. No, no, no. Just right outside of Amy's door. Oh, got it. Yeah. Oh. No. I don't I, want to oh, take I it thought to we the were going to do the whole No. Just, oh, would fine. you just calm down? Fine. Uh, I'm embarrassed to admit that I don't know how to use chopsticks. I don't Boy, either. And your friends who know how to use chopsticks sure don't hesitate to show you. I just don't like how they do that. I just don't like I just it. don't understand why it's better than a fork. It's, it's not. not. It's not. As Jerry Seinfeld said, they've seen the fork. <laughs> They're not out there plowing 40 acres with a couple of pull cues. True. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I do think there is something better than the fork. Spork. The spork. Absolutely. You're probably way, right. Jing just sent us an email. Jing Lai from China. Yep. Chiming in. Let us go now to our emails. We will read this coming in hot from China. Hi there. 
I wish you guys could see how my cats reacted to your whistling sounds. <laughs> you totally caught their attention. Love, Jing. Jing is a longtime listener of the show. She listens from China and has uh, says she says that we've been instrumental in helping her to learn English as a second language. That's <laughs> really, really worrisome. The, the trouble is going to be when she finally comes to America someday on a trip. And someone says something, and then she hits them with an okay, though. I, I'm walking here. No follow-up questions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Drops left Kick and right. Up, yeah. Oh, Drop. Drop. By the way, we're trying to come up with our State Fair t-shirt. But continue on. What else? Yeah, you're all upset about this. It's going to be fine. I'm not upset, fair. but we're being um, pressed to get back to our promotion staff. Also, Donna's into minotaurs, we found out, which is the top body of a bull and the bottom body of a man. And Oh, it's a bull? I didn't know that was a bull. Well, you had horns. Oh, yeah, I guess. I don't yeah. know. And a centaur is oh. half hor- bottom of a horse and top of a man, right? Yeah, I, you know, uh, I think yeah. I saw one once. <laughs> nude Beach, St. John. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! Oh, I've been to that nude beach. Oh, oh we didn't know yes. it was a nude beach. No, I didn't go to St. John. I went to St. Oh, Thomas. Word. It was St. Thomas. Yeah. It didn't say like, you want to go to the nude beach? It just said, this is a nice beach. Yep. And then you go there and there's grandpa with his two-year-old. Just everybody's <laughs> walking around naked and you're like, yeah. whoa. Why is he holding a coconut? <laughs> That's basically like grazing the ground. That's the spark. <laughs> wow. All right. It's not a good place. Uh, hey, Steve, you know yes? what? Do you want to know what you missed when you were gone? Oh, yeah. Yes. What did I miss? I was on vacation. Um, Why is that not working? Let me try this one. Kick it. So what did I miss? What did I miss? I just need a F boy mm-hmm. in my life. Mm. Oh my. So what did I oh miss? Oh my God, I don't even know what that meant. Well, I have never heard it before, but I have a guess. Yeah, but that's out of context. I. This is why I can't it? leave you too long. Because I think morally and spiritually speaking, and I want to be clear about this, I think I'm your only hope. <laughs> I just do. I'm just... <sighs> okay. Let's take a break. Okay. Uh, Final stretch of the show. When we come right back, you may have missed something else that Rocco is going to share with us. So we'll get to that and you'll uh, remind us. Go. We're going to let you hear from LeVar Burton. I love LeVar Burton guest co-hosting or guest hosting uh, Jeopardy this week. So we'll let you hear people had clamored for it. How did it all go? We'll let you hear a little bit of that when we return. It is Donna and Steve on my talk. Hi. Good morning. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. We don't like it, do we? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Rocco wants you to test it out on you. This is the final stretch. Yeah, try one more time, Donna. Stretch it out. All right. um, Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. You know, it almost has me... I sense my body clenching up because I'm <laughs> thinking it's gonna. Tsh. Oh, like it's you know how balloons. You know when you blow blowing up a balloon, that'll test your metal. Yes. If you had a blow up a balloon contest and it was who can blow this balloon up and pop it with their mouth the fastest, don't you think you'd be scared of that? Yeah, I would not participate in said game. First person gets a thousand dollars. 
Nope. Ten thousand dollars. No. Pizza pizza ten thousand dollars. <laughs> no. Oh, come on, you I would be like, hey, get in there, I'll split it with you. <laughs> you get in there, you do the work, you win, and then give me half the money. You know, a lot of people have balloon fear. Yeah. Like the popping? Mm-hmm. Kelly Hansen, very afraid of balloons. What's up with that? I don't and know. There's others that uh, find it a turn on. There's weird, you know, there's all weird. sorts of people. I had a cat <laughs> for the longest time, Hank. I remember this so vividly. It was my 30th birthday, and I had all these balloons that I took home from a party, put them in my house, and the cat would crouch because he'd have to get past the balloons to get to his food and his litter box. And I'm like, what is he doing? And he would crouch and then look at the balloons as if they were going to attack him and try to just sneak into the kitchen. And I'm like, that is the strangest thing I've ever seen. Mm. Like what? There are pictures on the wall. Mm. Like what's up with the balloons? Mm. I need to talk to a pet psychic. I don't hey, know. Steve, you were gone last week. Do you, yeah. Do you wonder what you missed while you are gone? This what? is the last final one I have. What did I miss while I was out? Steve's box. So what did I miss? What did I miss? I'm going to say something very unpopular. Oh, I hate summer. You're the worst. <laughs> I do. I really hate Donna, it. Donna, how do you hate summer? It's just sucky. So what did I miss? <laughs> you Welcome know what? back, Steve. Donna? I'm with you. Yes. We had a conversation about summer. You're my best friend. And here's the thing. Because I spent the last week sweating because we spent so much time outside during the reunion. We're at a theme park, all this sort of stuff. And once I start sweating, it's very difficult to stop sweating. The anticipation is way greater than the actual summer months. And we have to call it like we see it in Minnesota. And think of the heat that we've had this summer. Bad. All of these days in the 90s, we sit through this brutal cold spell in January and February here. And then our reward is some 20 plus days of 90 degree heat, hazy humidity. The humidity sucks. Here's the thing. Allergies, mosquito bites. I'll tell you what else the problem is. Then everybody says, you know what my favorite season is? Fall. (laughs) Bring on fall. Fall is great. Fall is great. But it lasts for like three or four weeks here. And then it's cold. Yep. I would just say, I think that I actually enjoy being cold more than I enjoy being hot. A hundred percent. And I think in some weird way, as angry as deep cold makes me for sustained periods of time, it just seems inhumane. I think I prefer negative 20 to 99. Tomorrow's going to be 99. Very nasty weather. It's going to be bad. Very. It's going to be so bad. I don't even know when I could look, mow my lawn. I have to do it in increments because it gets so you get so overheated. My dog, I almost killed him a week ago. Why? Because I thought I was being a nice dog mom. Took him to the dog park and got back home. And I stopped at the end of the driveway to check my mail in the mailbox. I got out of the car. He darted, like leaped over the seat, out the door and proceeded to vomit for the next five minutes. Oh, no. Then I had to cool him down, and he was just panting. He was just very overheated. Oh, and you really got to watch, too, the uh, sidewalks. Dog owners, you know, the sidewalks and uh, blacktops. Watch their paws. Yeah, you have to put your hand, I think, 
I don't know if it's your palm or the uh, the other side of your hand. You put it down if it's, you know, if you have to move it after two seconds, it's too hot. Palm for your oil. I'm going to take off. No, we hang on. No, oh, yeah, LeVar Burton. Let's talk about yeah, that. We want to talk. LeVar right. Burton had been petitioned to be the host of Jeopardy. People wanted it. Reading Rainbow. I mean, bring it on. Everybody loves LeVar Burton. The, you know, blind guy from Star oh, Trek. Data. Data? Yes. No, no, he's not Data. or something. Jordan. Uh, the guy with Jordy. the super thin shades. Yeah, that guy who's wearing it. a banana But reading clip. Rainbow is the connection that I think is his ability to make something boring sound interesting on reading Rainbow. Yeah. Feels like it would work perfectly on Jeopardy. So the petition worked. He got to host. He's doing it for a week. Debut was last night. Here's what he sounded like. I think he sounds a little bit nervous right out of the gates. Thank you, Johnny. As a longtime viewer of the show, I am thrilled to have the opportunity to guest host Jeopardy. And I'm proud to be here to honor Alex's legacy. And I'm going to do my best to ensure that these talented Jeopardy contestants enjoy their moment here as well. Welcome, Matt, Patrick, and Kathleen. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's play Jeopardy and here. So there, okay. what I'm hearing is the nervousness in the voice. Yeah, yeah, you know how when you're when you're really nervous, you're you're not as like deep in your register. You're just Shaky a little breathier. The, yeah, things are yeah. a little okay. We're happy to be here today. And you just hear his breath a little more. I wonder how the rest of the show went. I bet wonderfully, and I'm I sure did. by the time he gets into Double Jeopardy, he's just moving and grooving. Yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be really good. Well, I know, you know, I'm kind of new to this on air stuff. Uh, and I feel like now that I'm a month and a half in, I'm a lot more confident than I was at the beginning. Yep. Yeah. I remember even when I first started doing like trivia on Lori and Julie, I had to have it all scripted and it's all in front yeah. of me. Now I basically, you know, I look at the dirtler, I can just kind of riff off the dirt alert stories. You know, it's, it, it's something that you get better at, right? Yes. More just like anything. With I, time. I just, I think I was just a little bit surprised to hear it with LeVar Burton being such a seasoned broadcaster, but... What I think that uh, how that's in his favor is it shows how much he cares about that opportunity, and he had long wanted to do it, and it's a dream job for him. Tell you what, I think LeVar Burton is the second to last, or maybe the last guest co-host. They might have one more after this, and then the brass at I think it's Telepictures or Paramount, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they've Whoever got a decision to make. They've got a decision to make. By the time the fall season rolls around, I think they want to have a host locked in. Do you think they're going to just continue to run reruns between now and September? My guess is they do this week with LeVar, and then I think they have one more week with someone else, and then probably oh, off with reruns like until weeks. the middle of September, maybe? Okay. Maybe. Right. I'm making this up. It's exciting. Donna's going to be on my talk today, or yeah. on uh, Twin Cities Live. She's yeah, already on my talk today, is, and you yeah. did a great job. Um, Thanks, Steve. So join us coming up today at 3 o'clock on Channel 5. Hey, don't forget, just a couple weeks left to register for July prizes and My Talk Listener Rewards. You can enter to win a $150 Visa gift card to use on some summer fun. Yes. Plus, gift cards to Ever Eve, Punch Pizza, Crisp and Green, and a Yum. whole lot more. Simple for you to get registered for our rewards if you're not already. Listen on the stream or on the app and then enter to win. You can see every little last thing that we have up for grabs in Listener Rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. All right, come on. I'll let you buy me lunch. Nah. All right, Rock, I'll let you buy me lunch. Bye. All right, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. See you back here tomorrow at 9 and on Twin Cities Live today.